Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and I just wanted to let you know that I'll be on sabbatical from January 4th, 2021 to April the 4th, 2021. But don't worry, we have a group of staff and interns at Community who will provide you with your morning meditations each day. So, grace and peace to all of you. I hope that yesterday went well. Today is an exciting day. Wherever you fall politically, it's a lot of changes happening today. So remember to pray for everybody involved, um, our leadership going out and our leadership coming in, um, and then just to continue to do so uh, for, well, every day, not just the next hundred days, is, um, not that time frame, but every day going forward, please uh, pray for pray for those who are in leadership over our country. So today is January 20th and our morning meditation coming from Live in Grace, Walk in Love by Bob Goff um, is titled, God isn't afraid of our doubts. He's way more concerned when we fake it. And the verse he uses today is Hebrews 4.13. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. That's an interesting translation. So uh, Let's read it straight from the NRSV. Uh, this is, I'm going to back up to Hebrews uh, 4, verse 12. Indeed, the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing until it divides soul from spirit, joints from marrow. It is able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And before him, no creature is hidden, but all are naked and laid bare to the eyes of the one to whom we must render an account. So back to what this says. Uh, my all-time favorite game to play with our kids while we were young was hide-and-seek. I would walk into the room and see two feet, a knee, a child-sized bulge under the blanket, or perhaps an ear sticking out from behind a curtain. The kids thought they would be hard to find when, actually, they were hard to miss. I think that's how God sees us when we try to hide who we really are from Him. He knows the thoughts we're too embarrassed to mention and the feelings we can't articulate. And he knows about all our uncertainties. He hears the prayers we wouldn't have the courage to even whisper and knows our hopes that are still being developed. Yet while yet we still try to hide who we really are from him. Perhaps we think if we just hide how we really feel, what we really want, and how scared we really are, he won't see us behind the curtains we've made. Hiding from God didn't work in the Garden of Eden, and it still doesn't work. He asks us now, what he asked Adam and Eve then, where are you? God isn't afraid of our doubts. He's not put off when we struggle to believe. And he's not surprised when we don't understand what a God who says he surpasses all understanding is doing. He's not keeping track of the number of days when we feel close to him, nor is he docking points when we wonder if he's even there. Instead, he sympathizes with our fears that he might not be as good as he's promised. It's the very reason God sent his son, Jesus, to us. 
Jesus came to give us an, a living example of the God we couldn't see, because he knew we needed someone who would feel the weight of our weakness while still living authentically into both his deity and his humanity. His response to Thomas, who saw Jesus in the flesh and still doubted, wasn't a scolding. It was grace. You pick any story out of the Bible and you'll find the same. This is still his response to you and me. We need to get real enough with him about our doubts so he can be Jesus enough with his grace. Simply put, we don't need to hide anymore. And the reflection question for today, what parts of your life are you hiding from God? Yes, this is a, so as he mentions, it's a problem that's been in place since Genesis chapter three. Adam and Eve sinned and immediately hid from God in their shame, recognizing that they had done something to damage that relationship. And God was searching the garden for them, saying, where are you? Um, of course, it's God fully knowing where, exactly where they are. But, um, yeah, and I think, and I know I do the exact, same thing, run and hide from him, uh, or I'm in a spot where it's like, well, I know that God knows what I've done, but I know that he loves me anyways, um, and I sure don't want other people to know, though, because people can can be cruel, and not, not trusting the, the community that I'm in, maybe, to hear, hear everything about who I am or something that I've done um, and respond with the love of God. That can be a fear as well. And so part of what we are he here to do as the church and part of what I've experienced in my own, uh, in my own life when I've um, had the courage to share my story um, or share sin in my life uh, and confess sin to other people in the community. When I, have, when I have had the courage and when I've experienced others having the courage to, to do that with other people, we have, I have just seen how, been shocked by the forgiveness and the grace and the love that have been extended to me by, by others. Um, when, you know, usually what we're expecting is condemnation and a lack of acceptance and a lack of understanding. And of course, people, humans are not perfect. Humans are not God. But the reality is that when we see that forgiveness uh, and love and acceptance in spite of our uh, human failings coming from other human beings, that is a picture of what God extends to us every time. That he loves us no matter what. And he is like the, the perfect the perfect father who is always uh, there to pick us up, to listen to us, to uh, understand, uh, kind of understand where we come from better than, than we do ourselves. And uh, to, to give us grace for the asking, it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't mean that there are no consequences to any of our actions. Of course there are consequences. There's, um, but, but there is always also love and acceptance. From him, uh, because we're his beloved children, who he's created in his image, uh, created for relationship with him. So, in any case, that is the meditation for today. I pray that you have a 
great Wednesday. It's the middle of the week. We made it halfway. Uh, receive this blessing. And then rest in the peace of God today. May Almighty God make you faithful to his calling, joyful in his service, and fruitful for his kingdom. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and through you with all those to whom he sends you now and always. Amen. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.